Is it working? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, shit. Chip. Oh, I think we did. Solutions is what this is. This is two men driven. <laughs> we just oh. spent about an hour trying to figure out how to podcast. <laughs> and I don't know if this would cause a lawsuit, but fuck Spotify because they messed up their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So my best guess is we're on different phones and different like I don't know what iOS you're using or if it's finicky about it, but I was reading something on it like uh, Anchor, which just got bought out by Spotify and got turned into Podcasters by Spotify, whatever the fuck is uh, is acting finicky and the 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 invite to or the ability to invite friends and have group conversations on podcasts is compromise at the moment. I'm sure they'll roll out an update. Whatever the fuck they get around to figure out how the hell to it. Then we'll be pod beaning it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I gotta learn how to fucking upload and do shit from that. <laughs> yeah, right. Gotta take it out of this and back onto whatever the hell we're doing. Yeah. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Yeah, we're recording. So uh ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rail Talk. We're your host Jarrell Williams and Orange or go you. So let's um let's get into the proceedings and hopefully we'll be able to post what happens here. <laughs> this is uh all right. First things first, man. Do you want to talk about the banks or do you want to talk about something else crazy? I want to start off with uh Twitter files and then we'll go banks. Fuck, I wanted to go with banks first. Just oh. So I started going down the rabbit hole on Twitter files and then I got distracted because there's a bunch of bankruptcies. So. It sounded Ooh. like you were compiling some some facts and some lists, and I was like, "Ooh, let's let's go with yours." Okay. Well, I got the most information about the bank, so we can we can go that way. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, as people may know, Silicon Valley Bank went belly up, and that was because, well, because fuck the bankers, as Soren said last time. But um, <laughs> I think I said there aren't enough dead bankers in the world. Yeah, no, just aren't enough dead I, bankers. So yeah, I just hold firm to that. From what I was reading earlier, the triggering factors of the collapse were the raising interest rates, firm sales of government bonds at a huge loss to raise capital. So, and then I found out today. The bank had a high proportion of uninsured deposits and a large proportion yep. of deposits invested in hold to maturity securities. And also Goldman Sachs Group Incorporated bought its bond portfolio for two, well, $21.45 billion. Uh huh. So. Before there's, any, there's another bank go, too. Go ahead. What? Take notes on the other bank. I said there was a second bank too. This is actually two. Ooh. No, I didn't catch that one. What was the second one? Fuck. What was the, oh my God. What was the other bank that went? Oh, I was just reading up on it. Oh, you're talking about the one. Like oh, I don't remember the name of it. I know because it went the same day, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Other bank failure. Uh, uh, SVP, 
SVB, that's the one you talked about. Yep, SVB. Something like Signature Bank? No. Third, third largest in history. Yada, yada. Is it Signature Bank? It could be that. No. Signature Bank customers said collapse through more. Yeah, so there was another, um, essentially this was not the over leveraging problem that happened with like Lehman Brothers and all that. This uh-huh. one was the common, I think there's a, a bunch of shit at play here. Okay. And some of it's the rising interest rates and to, to give people a bit of a crash course. And I'm no fucking expert on this by any means. Um, but you take out bonds and bonds have a set interest rate, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you take out, you can do like municipal bonds or something like that. Let's say, do that for example. School wants to build uh, an extension to their elementary school. So they set out some municipal bonds at like 4%. And so they're going to go around, they're going to try to get like 4 million bucks. And what they're going to do is they're going to pay 4% interest on that 4 million every year per year. And um at the end of that, whatever, let's say 30 year bond rate, whatever the fuck it is, 20 year, 10 year, mm-hmm. um, they'll pay the full amount back. And throughout this entire time, they've been paying 4% interest per year. Now, in, if the interest rate goes down, like if the interest rate from the Federal Reserve or whatever the official interest rate is, is like two, two and a half, then those bonds are worth a lot more than their face value. They're worth more because the market says, actually, you should be getting 2.5%. There's an instrument out there that you can get 4% on to the price of those bonds. So people will bid more for those bonds to buy those from you because they'll collect 4%. Inverse mm. happens as well. If you are holding 4% bonds and I can go down to fucking Bank of America or whatever, Selco, and get a 6% savings or CD or whatever, something mm-hmm. that... I'm using a very simplistic uh, explanation. Then your bond is worth for a while. Treasury yields, like the bonds that the American or the U.S. government sends out, were really, really low percent. Yeah. And now we've got bonds floating out there that's significantly higher. So nobody wants to buy your fucking bonds when they can get half the interest rate. Half. Half of half <laughs> of like what you can get out of a brand new bond. Chip, you fade now. Uh, you're holding something that's worth half its value. You paid full price. You paid whatever. Let's say you paid four million bucks. What's up? Oh, you were fading uh, out for a minute. That's a, okay. All right. I'm back. Yeah. So you're holding something that's like worth half. Jeff. Now, like, well, fuck me. Uh oh. Again? Yeah. My back. Okay, you're back now. Yeah. Just sucks because it sounds like right. you were you were dropping some knowledge and then you just <laughs> get beamed up. That's what it sounds like happened. 
It could be you just walking through a spotty area, huh? Saying is that like you're holding on to stuff that's worth half of what it normally would be, and there's some more involved, but that's about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's probably it about where I'm at. I'm like a wide open field, but sure. Oh, (laughs) city, looking at park. Anyways, um, (laughs) that's that's where you're at. That's where we're at. Like you're you're holding on to financial instruments that aren't worth what they were worth a while ago. And with the Fed promising to continue to increase rates, they know that your bonds are going to be worth even less like six months from now. Oh. And in that case, is that why? What were you saying, Chip? I'm sorry. You blanked out this time. This is fucking awesome. Um, (laughs) What was your question? (laughs) God damn it. Okay, so anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like listening to a podcast of like two eighty five year olds trying to What? Yes. Huh? <laughs> What's going on? What? I don't think my hearing aid's working. <laughs> Still not as good as Johnny Carson. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So um Fuck, I guess I'll just skip to my questions. <laughs> so, um, how responsible are the CEOs for the failure and should they be held responsible? I don't think they had, this is more of a bank run mm-hmm. than a, like, they were doing a bunch of risky shit. Okay. They were probably still doing some risky shit. <laughs> Yeah. But this was more they were holding some old ass assets and the interest rates started going up on them. Mm. And then people it was so a bank run for those that don't know is all of a sudden people get spooked about their deposits where and just withdraw and then they go to pull that shit out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's not enough money. Like any bank has I feel what it is, like five percent at any any time. Now, you gotta go back to I think it was two thousand eighteen. And that fucking piece of shit, John Oliver looking like motherfucker. I think his name was Steve Mnuchin. Yeah. I think that sounds about right. Yeah. That cocksucking piece of shit. I think it's from Goldman Sachs. Evil John Oliver. Um, yeah, evil John Oliver was, came on and he's like, well, you know, we just find that, uh, the Frank Dodd Act and the, the components of the Frank Dodd Act. Uh, and we can go into detail about that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm paraphrasing like hell because I'm, trying to remember back five years ago. He's like, well, what's re- really happening, it's very restrictive on capital. So we're going to like kind of remove that component of it. Listen, I don't know what actually happened. This is just what he was trying to sell to the public during a, a press conference. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's of all the shitty things that's in the Frank Dodd Act, and there's a bunch of stupid shit. Um, the fact that there was a minimum requirement for capital was a huge, it was like a very important thing. So to give everyone a, bit of information if you're a bank and you've got you know you take in money and you loan that shit right back out whatever it is repackaged instruments whatever the fuck that ends up being like mortgages slice them up into pieces whatever the fuck you do but you have to hold a certain amount of like liquidity five ten percent um so that if people come calling on their on their debts or on their rather your debts um yeah you can pay them off okay i want to pull out a million dollars all right Sorry to lose your business, but here we go. Here's a yeah. million dollars. 
So what they what Frank Dodd I think mandated somewhere around like five to ten percent. And I don't know if there's like special rules for that. Like the larger the bank, the less they have to hold, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, um, but a lot of their like attention was placed placed on trying to reduce or remove that uh, capital requirement, take it down to like two and a half or one percent. You know, to really get the markets gelled up. I'm like, no, that's nah. just that's how you let sharks in the fucking tank. Yeah, I'm like that can get slippery quick. Yes, and it did. Yeah. And so essentially a lot of these banks didn't have enough liquidity. And a lot of banks don't have enough liquidity right now. Um so what they did was they had a run on the fucking bank. And there's been some conversation around them. They're like, hey, how much of that was due to the repeal or partial repeal or tinkering with that Frank Dodd Act? The Frank Dodd Act goes back to I think is it oh eight, oh nine? Um Barney Frank and some fucker named Dodd. Who knows? Uh, they were like some New York dudes who were who came down hard on the on Wall Street. You know, right after they gave billions of dollars, um, they slapped him on the fucking wrist and shook their fingers real, real hard in their face, like super. Yeah. Hard. Like they were serious. Uh, I mean, it was like, whoa, that's some hard finger shaking, sir. Hey, we're not playing with you now. And you see this finger? Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god. I'm so scared. And <laughs> so. <laughs> so after they were done shaking, they you know passed this this act and they they gave the SEC more authority, but no teeth to enforce the authority, which is I think where they had a major failure in that. Um, and I don't want to bore people too much, but that that, that act could have been significantly better. It was not. Um, and I think it was flawed in its inception. However, it did have a couple of good parts, and that was one of them. The like mandated, you know, like hey, you got to have some, you have to be able to pay people if they come to your tell her door and be like, I want to pull my money out. And it's not just three people or Aunt Gertrude. It's got to be like significant. <laughs> and you also talked about like, there was not an FDIC. Uh, what was it like? 68% or 60 something percent were not FDIC insured, which means that businesses were there. Not like rich motherfuckers. Yeah. Don't lose their money. See, rich motherfuckers that don't lose their money. Was one of That's the points I was going to make about asking, um, so I know the FDIC is covering up to 250,000. And yep. I was wondering because I had a conversation with some dudes at work, uh, Jeff and we, and they brought up a good point. The 250,000 is pretty cool for an individual, but for a business, that number should yeah. be varying depending on the size of the business because, you know, it's got to account for payroll and other stuff. Yep. So I mean, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I don't think so. Just because okay. I can see, like, business just fucking with that. Oh. Uh, but um, for bi for individuals, it's fine. For businesses, you have to – you just got to be smarter. I mean, you're a corporation. You have mm. you have a lot of pluses as a corporation, especially a corporation of that magnitude. Yeah. Um, so – like, if you can't do your tax in a state and bank planning appropriately, I don't know. I don't have, I don't think the government should come bail your dumb ass out. Um, and it sucks because I don't think it's like, it's not the top level or the people that make those decisions, like what bank to go with mm -hmm. that would be, feel that pain. It's obviously going to be the worker. Yep. Every time. Or to try to, it's, try, it's difficult to take like a cold approach on some of these when, you know, you're just fucking over like working people and middle class people. Like, well, that's nice. 
and then the cocksuckers who were really involved with uh, just or responsible. Shoulder shrug. Yeah, they skate by. Yeah, yeah they, they just roll away. Yeah. No, I want. I don't know. I want these motherfuckers to do time and like. That's what I was found you in the ass federal penitentiary. I need know? some like cheeks clapping. Yeah. I need just, some of that hard prison fucking going on. Because it seems like it's so many times that these uh, supposed white collar criminals just get a slap on the wrist or they tell them they're on house arrest or something weak and nothing comes of it. And the next man up that does this shit, there's no consequences because this is literally next man up because we saw this shit with the AIG, what you mentioned earlier. We've seen this happen time and time before. Hell, I mean, I don't even know if anybody went to jail for the Wells Fargo shit, and they were making up accounts. <laughs> they were doing the shadiest shit you can do, and I know. that kind of just went off the news at some point. They were like, they were making up accounts for dead people and created players, and then they kind of just that's, went, that's what, go for it. That's what, that's what cracks me up about this, and I'm sorry I was on this one, but, but like, there was so much bullshit. Um, from Fox, from Trump, from all these dumbasses about like fake votes and made up the election was stolen and it like dominated the news structure. Meanwhile, a real fucking news story, a <laughs> bank stole billions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fucking not a peep. That shit lasted like three days and people like buries that, bury that shit. Well, Fargo <laughs> contributed some, to some, uh, DNC and some Republican people. So we're going to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's my conspiracy theory. Nah, that's a good point. You lobby a little bit, you can do whatever. Dude, you you grease the right wheels. And I think that goes back to the point of like why these people never see jail time. I think they're connected and they have money. And they made sure ahead of time that those wheels were properly greased. They got more they got pretty morons in Congress, you know what I mean? Like they like none of them are particularly smart. No. Um, it's just like a high school like popularity contest over there. And you just get those fuckers in there and you just pay them. That's it. I'm such a cynical person when it comes to politicians. No, just, but you're right. You just get some figureheads to push your agenda because you're paying them enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it truly is. Politicians. The power is not in, power is not in politics. No. It's there, but that's not where it's really being driven from. It's the people that we don't see as grease in the wheels. Yeah, that's Yep. Um, so, uh, do I think the CEOs need to go to jail? I don't know enough. I think it needs to unfold a little bit more. Okay. I think that one dumbass young dude, the crypto bro, needs to go to jail. Okay. Uh, yeah. stealing shit and, like <laughs> offloading $2.2 billion to his own bank account. What's that guy? Friedman? Friedman? I don't remember. That. Sam something. I don't know. That's Sam. He, was, he looked like he was disheveled. Sure. <laughs> that disheveled looking dumbass is like, oh, I'm fucking cool. Like, you need to burn. You need to burn, like, in front of gives off steak, vibes. Yeah. No, I mean, like, middle, medieval on his ass. You understand? Like, <laughs> not pliers in a blowtorch, but. We gotta like, get Ving Rains here, then. <laughs> yeah, just like, they just discovered a witch in Salem, and they're gonna go have a good old time about it. We about to hurt, we about uh, to put a hurting on him. <laughs> yeah. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I wonder if that'll have, you know, like, Momar Gaddafi the motherfucker, like, banging that <laughs> up his ass. Just something 
heinous. Treat him like a ref that made a bad call at a soccer game in South America. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Rip him in two. Just got rip him apart. (laughs) God damn. God damn. That's what I'm saying. Like rattle a cage. That's what I was saying last time. Just like fucking, you got too comfortable. Yeah. Too comfortable stealing $2.2 billion. That is ridiculous. That's great. He didn't make 2.2 billion. He stole. That's just what he stole. Think about that. <laughs> Think about the brazenness. How do you even steal that money? You just you just do it knowing I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> That's a whole nother level of what are they gonna do to me? You just literally people talk about zero fucks, but he lived it. Oh. And he and he won because I mean there were no consequences. No, no, no. He, I think there's still an interview. Still oh, it's still going on. Right. Okay. I hope he goes to jail. Oh, Good yeah. God, I hope he does then. Oh, yeah. He, he, you know what? Like the entire crypto market. And I always see it happen I mean, to the, to the small people. I want them to make an example of his ass. Cause I see I judges go out of the way to make example of somebody that's their first offense, but they like, ah, I'm gonna make sure it never happens again. And they give somebody 50 yeah. years or something stupid. This dude should get justified. Fuck that. <laughs> Teach him something and scare people off from doing this. Cause I'm tired of crooks just taking money left and right as if it's a dirty game of Monopoly. God damn it. Look, I don't like throwing the word death squad around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But seriously, fuck bankers. Uh, not like the tellers, but like the high-level motherfuckers. No, 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 yeah, not man. the people that's working at the front. I'm talking about the ones, yeah, making yeah. moves. They get the firing the squad. to steal $2.2 billion. Like, you need to die. Yeah, know. you just got to be eliminated. I don't give a fuck. Hire your lawyers. I don't even care. Just understand that maybe your lawyer might catch a bullet in the knee also. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> it's just a shit ricochets. You never know. It'll just be next to you when you say, <laughs> ready, aim, fire. <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking crazy authoritarian uh, dystopia that we've just created. You just got a hunger game of motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But, like, not with the poor people. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. They always the go after the poor people. You know people. what I mean? Yeah, I'm tired Those of that. Dumb motherfuckers with all the weird color hair in the capital city. Yeah. I see them fighting to the death. That's who not I want. Like, not the poor girl that has to shoot fucking squirrels to like, <laughs> supplement her food budget. That's not, that's not what I want to fight it. I don't want to see that person get taken. Right. <laughs> Congratulations on your like quarter ounce squirrel there. What is yeah, it? man. <laughs> She's been eating tree rats, man. Let <laughs> off her. This is it. This is my sister stars. Like, God damn. Leave her goddamn alone. Right. And get her a ham. Shit. That bitch a fucking Twinkie or something. <laughs> Good God. Jesus. I'm seeing ribs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, uh, that's just, it's all sort of wonky, sorts of wonky craziness over there. But, uh, I don't know. I, there's the other bank too. There's, there's great fear that this was going to start like a rolling issue. Yeah, the that's why the banks came together like, yeah. and did something like thirty billion for another bank. Yes, but here's the other part. Like 
the Fed is going to open up its coffers in order to do this. And it's already having an effect on 10-year Treasury yields. So people think that the Fed's going to lighten up its uh, its um, interest policies. Or it's going to start doing quantitative easing in some fashion. And at this point, you're like, well, fuck. <laughs> What's the point of tightening up? What's the point of raising interest rates and also doing quantitative easing or whatever it's called now? <laughs> um, like, this, that's such a terrible idea. This is, this is like a worst case scenario. I don't think they, re, I don't think we quite realize. This would be one of those, the other, and they can't bite you in the ass moments later. Yes, that's exactly what this is. And <laughs> they should have started raising interest rates long before. Um, I think uh, a little bit of a sidebar on this one. Yeah. Um, rather timely. John Stewart just had a really solid interview with, I think he was a former Secretary of Treasury. Mm-hmm. And I don't know under which president. Um, but he was really taking John taking the guy to task about like, hey, look, you, you've got a lot of companies with record profit somewhere around. He says, he quotes, and I, I can't verify because I don't fucking know enough. 30 to 40% of the profits or, you know, what, what companies are charging oh. is, uh, the cause for inflation. The rest of it is supply chain and other stuff and oh. wages and you know, quantitative easing or whatever we're calling it now. Um, I'm like, okay, maybe I would love to know how that is or what that is. Like, I feel he's, Justified in that a lot of companies are bragging about their like record fucking profits. Uh huh. Um, like we're bringing in so much money. I'm like, well, can I get a two or three year analysis on that? Like, are they just bringing really good money this year after two years of shit? Yeah, because I mean, if you bouncing back after the pandemic, yeah, right. Shit just are you up. your coffers? Yeah. Yeah, and that was one of our issues as well. Even with our, um, you know, I'm for fucking nonprofit or university, but mm-hmm. uh, one of our issues was uh, we basically decimated our reserves mm. for about eighteen months, and we got not to the raises edge, but we got we got closer than we were happy with. Um, not as the university as a whole, just the areas that I'm um, that I work with closely, mm-hmm. and. There was, I wouldn't say concern, too strong of a word. There was definitely like some poking of, hey, um, this is not a good situation for us. Um, just so you know, we might need some additional help coming down the pike. And since then, we've had some really good, strong classes and we've been able to like reduce costs and fall back to some sort of level of positive and even, I wouldn't say again surplus because we're not for profit, but we're putting money back into um, our reserves so that we can buy new fields and new buildings when they come back up. So if you, I say all that to say to like lay the groundwork up, if you were to just look at this one department or these two departments in um, a complete vacuum and just be like, okay, clearly these guys are doing real well. <laughs> like, well, 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 I mean, yes, we are. And that's great. But also we're trying to re rebuild back up our reserves because we wiped them all the fuck out and we know that we've got like some capital projects and other things coming down. A lot of people held off on building or expanding or doing anything during the pandemic or even 
like replacing equipment and shit that needed to be done. Yeah, but you brought up a good point. You're doing real good in comparison to what? Yeah. Because based on the times, I mean, everybody was starting back from zero again. So all numbers look good at the moment. Maybe we should wait on having any analysis to probably like 2028 when we five years removed from the pandemic and everything. Or just like take an honest look at their balance sheets and just be like, okay, who's really doing well? Ah, yeah. Cash. Like Microsoft, Microsoft and Apple, for whatever fucking reason, always carry a lot of cash. Huh. I mean, because they can. I mean, they can just buy Activision Blizzard with (laughs) pocket change. Like, yeah, sure. Hey, 90 billion? Yeah. And like, sure, I got that laying around in the couch somewhere. Yeah. That is it. In like 15 years, and Microsoft went from nothing, like no. What do you want to call it? Uh, studios to, I think they're the majority studio owner. Oh yeah. At this point, I mean the the juggernauts were like Sony and can't name them all, Bethesda and all the others. Yes. Blizzard, EA, and they went you know, buying most of them. Mm-hmm. They just started Pac-Man and people. Mm-hmm. And look at them now. Don't they own Bethesda? No. Yeah, Bethesda, uh, Blizzard, yeah. Activision, Ubisoft. Yep, Ubisoft. They own a lot of them now. They just went on a buying spree the last three years, I think. Yep. Yep. Yeah, to the point where like the EU started saying, "Hey, you're that's a uh, like a monopoly, monopolizing like that." So and they were like, "Mind your own yep. goddamn business." Yeah, no, no, I think the the agreement was that they have to spin off Call of Duty. Oh. They were going to block the merger. I mean, I use the phrase merger a little liberally. I know what you mean. They're going to block the buyout. It's definitely an uh, acquisition, (laughs) but I get what you mean. Um... What does that do? Because they were still, at the end of the day, they were still having Call of Duty go to other consoles, though. It can't come as part of the merger. It needs to be spun off into its own subsidiary. Oh, its own okay. And not a subsidiary of Microsoft. Ooh. Oh. Which Microsoft doesn't give a shit about that. Yeah. They want their IP. They want... They want Diablo. They want Warcraft. They want. I mean, think of all the things that we got out of that. Yeah. Uh huh. They want. They want Blizzard. They want. But they'll awesome drop some huge Activision. games. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, King. King is well. King is king. King makes what Candy Crush and some other shit. Oh yeah, all the um, mobile games. Yep, those yeah. are fucking huge. They make a ton of money off that. Yeah. That I have a that I have a problem with. That's that gets us into gambling. I know we've gone off the rail in this conversation, but that one I have a problem with. We were talking about money, so we're not that far. That one is more um, underwhelming. I mean, overwhelming than people actually think it went under the radar because, like you said, that is gambling for Microsoft. That's that's pretty big. I wonder why no one brought that up before. Wonder how that slipped under the radar. 
Because a lot of those games, you are either directly gambling or you are doing in-app purchases. Uh huh. Which definitely has a lot of money trading hands all the time. That racks yep. up quick. That's about as bad. No, well, it's the same thing as Michael transactions. Mm-hmm. Which is a whole another monster in itself. Yeah, everyone in the PC world was fucking uh, totally against those. Hated those, which is rightfully so. Yeah. And then um, a lot of them are occurring at the. The, the problem that I have with the, the microtransactions, the in-app purchases, all that stuff, is that the people who pay the most are not people who have a lot of money. Oh, yeah, no. Like the whales, the people that are spending like thousands of dollars a month. Yeah. They actually are not, those aren't rich people that are doing that, because rich people wouldn't do that, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. It's actually people who are like in some sort of addiction, um, it's like a gambling yeah, yeah, but addiction, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And like, whether it's a loot box or if it's just like a little dopamine Skins or continuing on your, uh huh. Yeah. So I just, I, I have a problem with that. I think you're preying on people who are feeding a dopamine addiction or whatever addiction. And, um, that's, I don't know, but it's really predatory. No, that's some diabolical shit. Yeah. And they know what because they're doing. Like their own free will. Well, because of their own free will, people are like, what? Well, yeah, but also. Because <laughs> they're going, well, we didn't make them buy it. I'm like, well, you know, not a gun to the head, but right. the temptation is there. Yeah. Right. No, you just are totally cool with crafting an extremely addictive algorithm, and you know that it's addictive. Like, exactly. Whoa. She's going to dump some heroin right here. It's not my fault. That you hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't make you touch the powder, baby. Yeah. Hold on now. Right. <laughs> I just laid it on the table and walked away. Whatever you did is what you did. So, yeah, I, um, I could definitely see the, the problem in that happening. But it makes a lot of money. So that's probably why they wanted to buy it. At least. Some IPs and then the ones that are making these, you know, in that purchase high transaction. I think they brought in a fuck ton of money last time, like 300, is it 300 billion? No, it couldn't have been 300 billion. 300 million, I think is what they brought in during their last quarter, I think. Okay. That's just a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Fucking candy crush and shit. So that's a hundred million a month. Yeah. That's wild. Like that's, that's just, <laughs> that's just that stupid. Touch. That is about as, that I think, and this is the quarterlies, I think this, I'm remembering quarter four, um, but it was, if memory serves, it was about as big as Warcraft, or I'm sorry, uh, Blizzard. Ooh. So like, you know, Activision is made up of several different whatever areas. Yeah. King is one of them, uh, Blizzard is another one, I forget the other one, probably just Activision. Activision, uh, Treyarch. And yeah, it's a fuel. So, and the uh, the Blizzard part, which is a huge name, like World of Warcraft and Diablo and Starcraft, like oh yeah, those have been around thirty fucking years. Everybody knows about those easily. They brought in the same amount of money, and they they have like big games, right? So they they brought in about the same amount of money as uh, King. 
Candy Crush and all that. I'm like, God damn, dude. I, that's when I, my eyes were open. I was like, I didn't realize it was that big. It's um up there. Anyways, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I know we've gone off the rails. I want oh, to yeah, let's um, get, back. Back. <laughs> get back on track. So, yeah. Do you the think, situation. and I think you kind of alluded to it, so, damn, I'm on the fence because jobs are riding on it, but I think consequences need to be, there need to be some ramifications, so I'm in a, in a gray area with should there be a bailout. Do you I, think? I, I don't think there ought to be. No, That's I don't what I'm saying, be. yeah. I, because too many times we've we've let these, which is where we started before in our conversation, these banks get away with doing this. And too many times yeah. they know, hey, if we fuck up, who cares? I mean, the government going to bail us out. And until what you were saying earlier, somebody gets some fear in them, nobody's going to care. Yeah. You got to let somebody drown to let them know the water's wet. <laughs> just gotta let it happen the problem became and then like for us, I, that's definitely my stance like I don't want there to be a bailout I don't want there to be more quantitative easing they're gonna cause more issues in the fucking system yeah. they need to get out all that bad money they also need to increase taxes on corporations yep while these, so why they're having record profits because you've cra crafted a bunch of like stimulus and all this and you've put it in at the ground level at the uh, demand level and those people spend most of their stuff on rent and food yep. and it, and it, it's why Amazon became like for a while there were two, there were way too many stupid people articles that were like Amazon's <laughs> going to be the first trillion dollar I'm like no they're not they have to continue like 30% growth from now until like the sun and then maybe they'll be <laughs> whatever I remember reading it and I'm like you're idiots why do you post shit like this I, I also sidebar. Uh huh. Good amount of click and rage bait. Clickbait, right? Oh yeah, like, rage bait is definitely a thing. I think I think it's all fucking written by AI at this point. They're just like write me something that you think will piss off a fat nerd. <laughs> nerd like you know, whatever. Like I think they just try to get a rise out the public. Yeah, The Last yeah. Jedi was a good movie. Oh fuck you! <laughs> 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 jowls shaking, mom. The bearded jowls. Give my angry keyboard. <laughs> yep, yep. So, uh, yeah. The only thing I can explain that one line from the the Rings of Power, which is like, stones sink because they look down, but boats float because they look up. I'm like, that was written by an by a robot. No <laughs> That's a that horrible shit. quote. No, no human, yeah, no, no human wrote that shit. <laughs> my fucking robot. You wanted to see if you can create a show written by robots, and you're like, we got close. Stuck <laughs> <laughs> that bad. <laughs> and most of us were like, we'll never <laughs> watch this again. <laughs> this is garbage. You're trash. You're trash. Thanks, Amazon, for spitting in my mouth. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
<laughs> oh yeah. So I think that of the pain that will be felt will be so. Sorry, mm-hmm. let me go back a, a hot second. If they fail, they don't. The SVB, for example, Silicon Valley one, was specifically a um, one for the tech companies. Mm-hmm. And if it fails or has issues, then there are payrolls at stake. Payrolls of like your rank and file. Granted, it's it's Silicon Valley people, but um, it's still not. The banks aren't the ones that really are going to feel that pain. It's going to be people that don't get paid. And you know, now you've just created essentially an economic what calamity? I don't think it's that. I don't know if it's that strong. It's okay. not catastrophe. No, we could go calamity. Economic. Super, super bad thing, but this guy's not falling quite yet. Um, and you, you, all you've done is made like and file employees feel a great deal of pain. You haven't, you haven't really taught any lessons. You haven't curbed the risky behavior. So you divvied out no consequences. Yeah. Behavior. Yeah. Yes, essentially. The consequences hit the wrong fucking people. Yes. How do you make sure that the consequences hit the right people? That's That was going to be one of my questions. How do we How do we prevent this from keep constantly happening? Pensions? Hmm. There's a reason why there's a huge financial impetus on infinite growth. And so there's a couple things at play here. We have gained so much efficiency from technology over the last 50, 60 years. Mm-hmm. And yet our wages haven't gone up. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? Not only that, but there are two people in the workforce in any given family. Usually, not 100%. I get that. Um, gotcha, yeah. Point now that wasn't true 50, 60, 70 years ago. The amount of people that we have available workforce and the amount of productivity that we've gained is astounding. Why haven't wages gone up? And I think one of the reasons why is we have sacrificed a great deal of it to like infinite inflation. Ah, please elaborate on that. So, it's not a perfectly formed thought, and I need to do a bit more research, but I, I believe that we have had to have a, a steady inflation rate of around 2%, which allows continuous growth. Ooh. Like, at no point are we, company, or even, I guess, as a, as a society now in America, like, okay, which is getting better at something, like just making it more efficient or making it, not better, not more efficient with the sake of in mind, but more efficient to just like, oh, we can do this with less material, or we can we can provide more back to our employees now. Like that's not how that really goes. It's grow, 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 grow. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One is like, I everything is tied to the stock market now. The stock market greater. Like there's derivatives and all the other shit that uh-huh. go into the bond market, everything else. But I mean, like the market, financial instruments. We no longer have the bank and collects a couple percentage rates a year because that's not enough to keep up with inflation. Mm. So you are losing buying power continuously 
you'd think that we would actually raise the, the um the wages for people that's not the case at all it seems to have gone towards like a wage deflationary standpoint and all the money gets sucked up to the top and one there are two ways that they're doing that one is inflation the other one is essentially just wealth redistribution i think this is a lot of like reganomics type shit from the 80s it's mm. like you know trickle down i'm like that that doesn't fucking work yeah they're not <laughs> they're not necessary job creators stop once they get to like the the really big corporation level um you know your mom and pop grocery store or whatever the fuck they run yeah that's a job creator that's fine give yes. them some tax breaks but once you get to like 100 million or 50 million whatever like that is a large fucking corporation. That is not, that's not necessarily a job creator. That at that point, it's swinging its dick in order to try to get government policies tilted towards its, its own uh, agenda. Yes. And even they eventually get bought out by something larger and like, you know, giant conglomerate comes around. Um, next point. Um, we had the loss by inflation. Mm-hmm. We have stagnant wages. All oh, right, pensions and things of that nature. We don't have guarantees of money. All our retirement comes from two spots: comes from security, which is limited, and they keep passing increases, which is real fucked up to me. By the way, I, oh, you talking about did the you age hear limit in uh, France, right? Yeah, yeah. I see why them people. The well, I see why they were wigging out because now theirs is damn near high as ours, right? They were higher. Oh, Shit, I gotta look that up. Okay. Because he threatened to push it through. I don't know if they actually pushed it through. That guy's a piece of shit too. Whoever's a Macron fan. Yeah, he's definitely uh, showing his true colors. My God, what a Fuck villain! Him. He's he's just like a Democrat over here, man. He's Good just like God. they love the corporate money. And no love to my Republicans, like fuck them too, but at least the Republicans, you know, they're skeedy. No, they're um, always bought about it. Yeah, the Democrats are like, no, we're gonna get, we love No, we poor. love you guys, and they poor. still go and do the yeah. shady shit, yeah. No, we totally love black people. And <laughs> they still don't give a fuck about the inner city, but yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we, we're here for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, we're the shit. For eight minutes and that's what, seconds, you dumb bitch. Yeah, that's what happens when you get fucking <laughs> Hillary Clinton hanging out at goddamn Waffle House. Yeah, because that's cool. Hanging out with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, France, retirement age. There we go. Uh, to increase the retirement age from 62 to 64. Yeah. Ours so, is 65. You're right. Ours yeah. is 65. No, ours is 67. God damn, they getting close. United, they just raised that shit too. United States retirement age. The full retirement age is 66 if you were born from 43 to 54. All of us now. <laughs> if, you were born, right, if you were born from 55 to 60, 67. Oh, so I'll just right. die at work. That's cool. Yes, that's exactly it. 67? <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Like, you're not doing anything. And they want to raise it again. You're not going to come after your Social Security. Like, George Carlin was wrong on that. He's like, they're coming after your Social No, they're not. They're just going to raise the retirement. <laughs> they're just going to make sure you never live to get it. Yeah. 
That's it exactly. That's the plan. Yeah, I bet you. Uh, I'm calling it before uh, I say no more than two elections from now, presidential ones. It'll be seventy. I think so. They'll push yeah. it. Or at least switch it up. You know, maybe they'll do the boiling frog thing. 68, 69. They'll skip 69. <laughs> but they'll go right to 70. <laughs> as soon as 69, everybody's going to be like, nice. They're going to be like, perfect. Leave it there. They're going to be like, nope. No, you purrs. We're 70 in this bitch. <laughs> nice. So, um, the that that's crazy, and I love the French for being like, let's burn this bitch to the ground, fuck them. Like, if they could Dr. Macron over this, okay, all right. <laughs> all right, bayonet to the ass, that's what you get. Yeah, y'all, the French. y'all don't remember that French Revolution, do you? <laughs> it got real rough. Even the Germans had trouble toppling their resistance, all right, guys? Like, everything we know about resistance movements, we know from the fucking French. You do not fuck with the French. You don't, man. They're all about love and art until you start fucking with their money. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I think we could use a little bit of that over here. We need some of that heat. I paid for I paid into that fucking system. Fuck you. That's my money. I want my goddamn. I earned my money. Yeah. All of us got to pay into shit. You taking that money out my check. I better see that bitch on the back end. That's right. <laughs> the fuck you so taking much. it for? <laughs> that sort of stuff is just ridiculous to me. Nah, that shit's shady as hell. There's like an, an ever decreasing amount of pensions. The companies that used to actually offer them now just. Matter of fact. On over to. What's up? I didn't mean to cut you off, but they stopped doing that in the goddamn uh, military, too. You don't get a guaranteed pension. They do some 401k shit. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. That's why anybody that came in when I joined or after, they did a switch. And my uh, old senior, Jeff, that I work with now, he said that was bullshit, too. He said he wouldn't have stayed for 20 years if it wasn't a guaranteed pension. They they changed it into a fucking 401k plan. And you had to pay in it. And they would only match. I don't know. It was a low percentage. I don't fucking remember 6%. what it is. It's something stupid. Yeah. Stupid it's some whack ass number. And I went, oh, fuck that. I'm not giving you 20 years of my yeah. life and probably getting my dick blown off of that. <laughs> oh, y'all could keep that shit. Sleep with fucking camel spiders and shit. That's what I'm saying. Out getting uh, sand fight. in my ass that I can never wash out. I don't want Wait, how many times did you go? Did you get deployed to this desert? Twice, in in a five yeah. year span. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Um, I can't go to a beach without crying. <laughs> <laughs> sand ruins me, man. <laughs> Come out here sounding like Anakin and shit. Yeah. It's rough. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I don't care if it's a stupid line. I understand where he's coming from. (laughs) I I felt it. (laughs) (laughs) So. Yeah, they're, they're pushing it off to 401ks. They're all tied to stocks and shit. A lot of those stocks are always like, well, let's keep growing earnings. Let's keep doing all this shit. And then they give a lot of those, like, all the billionaires, they're not billionaires because they have cash or Scrooge McDuck type shit. 
they all have stocks. They the CEO compensation that everybody talks about and loves bitching about. Be like, these CEOs are overpaid. Actually, CEOs on a salary basis are not paid that much. What they are paid in is stocks and bonuses in that regard. And once they hit those metrics, they get this windfall of like, get I don't know, whatever, like fucking twenty thousand stock, whatever, making shit up. Yeah. Worth like, you know, hundred twenty million dollars. Of course, they're gonna sell some of that shit or move it on over or shift it or whatever they're gonna do. There's ways. I think we talked about it before where you can put it up for collateral, get a loan, and then your stock will appreciate. You know, the stock market continues to grow, mm-hmm. which for the most part it does. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't pay any taxes on that. Like you live off that fucking loan, then you just repay it. You never Easy. actually sell your stock. Yeah. You never pay taxes on that. And that's shit that many opportunities to close, close these. You can't even call them loopholes at this point. There are many opportunities to like correct this in the tax statement or tax code, excuse me. And they just won't. That's why I believe what he like came on SNL and he's like, Motherfucker walks out of the house and be like, we are doing exactly, exactly. Yeah. what you think we are doing in that house. And I'm going and back, in. back in. Yeah. <laughs> that was perfect. Because it's true. Yeah. Absolutely fucking you. And we're going to continue doing it. And there's nothing you can do about it. <clears throat> That's brazen. Yes. That's the definition of brazen there. Fuck. Yeah. Well, now that we're talking about conspiracies, I guess we'll shift over to the Twitter files, which you brought to everyone's <laughs> attention last episode. So, I didn't do enough research on this because I got um, went out the rabbit hole on this um, oh. bullshit. But I did watch. I watched way too much is what I did. I watched a whole bunch of interviews with Matt Taibbi and Mike Schellenberger, who got called before. So to to back it all up, Elon Musk, back in like October, dumped a bunch of Twitter files out there. Uh A lot of them showed some sort of collusion between the alphabet soup agencies over at the federal government um, sending money to Twitter. Now, a bunch of conversations around that. They're oftentimes a cost to implementing whatever the FCC or FBI would like them to implement being like, okay, you know, Amber alerts. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Um, and so usually they'll, they'll fund that company. Be like, I know it costs money for you to implement these new changes in policy or this thing that we need you to do. Here's, you know, on a per, per time basis, 50 bucks each time is a total check of like $20,000 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And Twitter for many years had denied those checks. We're like, no, no, we don't need those. It's a conflict of interest. We can't take money from um, the FBI, for example, for like implementing certain things, uh, whether it's removing accounts or flagging them or whatever it is, or problematic accounts. However, at some point in 2018 or something, they started taking money, maybe 2018 or 2020. They started actually taking money from the FBI for a, a large sum. Um, so that conflict of interest, which was apparently a big no-no, was now all of a sudden like, okay. Oh. Taibbi brings several of these things to light. He and Mike Schallenberger, and I do not know 
Taibi, I've been reading and following for a while. So anything that guy says, I'm like, okay, I'll listen. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been, I've been listening to this guy for like 15 years, ever since 08. And, uh, he was one of the only voices that's like, people, we really need to get to the bottom of this. It, it, he was one of those people that wasn't like instantly finger pointing or doing anything else. He was like, what happened here? And he did some great investigative journalism, specifically for Rolling Stone. So, Ooh. I remember reading the articles. I got a soft spot for what this guy writes and how he writes. Uh, not a very good orator. Like, they keep calling this motherfucker to speak at shit. And he just, he clearly knows his shit. He's super smart. Not a good talker. <laughs> um, not a good, looks like he's smirking half the time and speaks like a, like a, like a Kermit the Frog on a heroin. <laughs> and, like, just hard to explain. So, <clears throat> they come out with these files that show a great deal of collusion between a lot of the agencies. So they, I think the Republicans pulled together some sort of subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government, some lofty sounding bullshit sounding whatever. Uh-huh. And unfortunately it was the Democrats that were caught in a lot of this. Oh, wow. I think again, like the other side ain't doing shit. It just so happens that the Democrats were caught. Yeah. And, and- the they they come before this and, and to watch the interviews and the cross examinations and the the if I never watch another like committee hearing again <laughs> fucking soon I wasted so much of my time watching these things and glean nothing from those it. things are so boring and pointless they're not only boring and pointless but they walk out there politicians will walk out there take the mic, make statements. Like, that's it. You're not asking Matt anything. You're not asking Mike Schellenberger anything. Like, what's her name? Debbie Wasserman Schultz, I think. Is that the right name? Comes on there. Uh-huh. I know that fucking name. That's right. And she starts going off about ethics. Just being a dick. Just <laughs> straw man arguments, taking shit out of context, just be a dick. Every single thing that you can do as a human being to just be a dick. She was doing that, maybe to the next level. Maybe she was like a cock, right? She's fucking just digging it up. Stinky cock. Yeah, she's just a big old stinky cock. And I'm listening to this and she's like tearing into Matt Taibbi. Whenever he tries to actually answer, she doesn't let her fucking talk. She's like, it's my time. I, don't interrupt me, please. Oh, my like, God. Okay. Um, He's just trying to correct the dumb shit that you're saying. Yeah. And, um, and then I yield the rest of my time. Okay. So the next guy starts talking. So I think the committee chairman. And she starts talking over him. Oh. He's like, you yielded your time. <laughs> Watching this. I'm like, y'all are like children. I don't understand what's going on here. Clearly not. But started to do was the smear campaign against Mike Schellenberger and Matt. And it was really interesting because they weren't actually going after any of the facts or any of the things that were being talked about in the file. They were actually just going after like, oh, these so-called journalists and why didn't you question these files that you got from us? Then the question came up like, are you saying the files are fake? Shouldn't answer. (laughs) 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 Goes, that's not the point. That's not why we're here. That's exactly why we're here. Exactly why we're here. Like, what 
the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and, it got, and she's going off about ethics. And that's when I realized, it's like, wait, Debbie Reschlin Schultz, she's the one that railroaded um, Bernie during the 2016, like, DNC. Do you remember any of that shit? Like, no. Was catching, so back in 2016, Bernie was catching a lot of steam. Mm-hmm. He was going to be a serious threat. We were feeling the burn. The DNC, the Democratic National, whatever the fuck they are. The people who, like, decide what Democrat is going to go up for president. Yeah. Fucked him over. Fucked him over hard. I don't remember exactly the details. But she had to resign as uh, the DNC chair in disgrace because all this data and all these text messages and all this shit came out about all the crap that she did in order to get Hillary as the number one. Wow. I'm like, I don't know how this bitch can even say the word ethics without bursting into fire, but... You're the most unethical person there is. That's a journalist. Like, an actual journalist, not some DNC chair make statements and then, like, bitch, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And then I've watched several of those that were just complete garbage where they just talked about. They made it up there. They made some sort of statement. It was derogatory towards uh, Mike and Matt. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I was like, oh, they're just repeating the narrative that they want out there. Yes. Not or have any sort of red-handed. Now they're like, all right, we're in PR spin mode now. Yeah, they're just kind of still their side. Yeah. There's no debate. There's no discussion going on. They're just here, as you said, to spin something. So it it made me realize. I'm like, okay. So I I wasted my time looking at that instead of just reading whatever the hell like Mike and Matt had put out there and doing other stuff. Because I did a, a cursory read of it. There was another round. I think round two of the Reddit file or of the Twitter files. Got to them yet? I still work. I think it's crazy, but I wanted to pose the question to you: Should our social media with our like law enforcement agencies, and to what extent? I think only to the extent because it. It kind of walks that, that thin line of freedom of speech, but I think it should be there on the lookout for, you know, hate groups, uh, some actual terrorist organization or some threats, not for people that are speaking from the other side of political views or if they're blatantly saying something that's fake. And if it spreads, it becomes, you know, dementristive. <coughs> um, um, it becomes uh, hurtful to the public, then you can step in there. But I don't think they should be knickknacking and watching everything. I don't even think, as as dumb as he was, I don't think Trump should have got taken off. I just think you know people should learn to ignore him. And um, <laughs> because I mean he was he was being an idiot, but I I didn't think he was. He already had a cult following without the tweets. He didn't need the tweets to, you know, get any more backing. And it was the same as with 
with Kanye, we, we knew he was, he was off his meds. I didn't think he needed to be taken off. We see even on Reddit that there are whole hate groups that form subcultures that are on their own boards and saying shit and they get to freely speak. So I don't know why there are targeted individuals or groups. I mean, if you see something going down, oh, go ahead. What I find interesting is that they, they didn't actually like delist them uh, on Twitter anyways. Yeah. What they did was they, they kind of like, they would not show up in the trending topic. Like, yeah. They changed the algorithm so they wouldn't pop yeah, up. Yeah. Which is basically like you're disappearing somebody. Like, cause you're limiting their, uh, reach to users. <laughs> yeah. You can still tweet, but no one will see that shit. And I think. Yeah, your followers won't see it, but I'm thinking it kind of takes away the ability of adults to figure out if something's not only true or false, but if something's dumb or it should be ignored. I don't need anybody pulling the curtains or blinders over my eyes. If I read a tweet and I think, oh, man, that's dumb. He wilding out. He must be off his pills. I can ignore it. If some other person is dumb enough to be like, oh, my God. We should go DEFCON for on the Jews. Then, whoa, whoa, whoa. This person's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> people, we yeah, should. Like, there were several people. Go ahead. Sorry. There were several people that I respected. And then I saw them tweet. I'm like, nah. Yeah, right then. You figured that out on your own. That is a intellectual decision you made. And they're taking that away from people. Let people make their own decisions. You don't have to be taking these people down. It It's dumb to me and it's a waste and it's selective freedom of speech. And that's when it bothers me. Because the people that were getting censored were, I believe, people that were considered like basically bad thing, right? Like uh-huh. there was a guy named Stanford person. God, what's his name? I think he's Indian. Jay Butaraya. I'm, I butchered that. I can't nah. do Indian names well. Um, and I remember early on, because he was like a Stanford professor, uh, he was getting, dude, I don't think he's, I think we need to have more conversation around the vaccine. It may have been slightly more incendiary than that. But if you recall, because it wasn't too fucking long ago, you couldn't say shit against these vaccines. No. In fact, you couldn't say shit about like the function lab over in Wuhan until John fucking Stewart comes on. <laughs> And that shit cracked me up. And, like, they couldn't shut him up because he's like, fuck, he's one of ours. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there were a lot of people that were using these, like, using Twitter and having these opinions that were bad, considered bad. Yeah. By the majority of media or whatever. That now, in hindsight, we're like, fuck, we should have been paying more attention to some of these. I get it. There are a lot of wackadoodle ones. I don't think Alex Jones should ever be paid attention to. Yeah, no. Um but I, I think a lot of the conversations that were not fucking happening, like, hey, with all these cancer screenings that are not happening during the pandemic. Yep. What's happening with, yep. What's happening with all these, you know, fear mongering and anxiety inducing news reports that are constantly coming up. Like, I still know people that are wearing masks and 
in the car by themselves. I saw it this morning. I'm a fucking anti-masker, and I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. I don't I know what you're doing. To the gym and I looked in my rear view mirror and this old white lady had to be over 65, had a mask around her chin and only had the mask around her chin because she was smoking a cigarette in a car by herself. It was the stupidest fucking scene I'd ever witnessed. And there was so much wrong with it. All I could do was just shake my head and realize the light was green and pull off, chuckle to myself. Like watching a junkie share a needle, and then putting a fucking mask on. Be like, I don't yeah. know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Stay home, save lives. That ain't gonna help right. you, bro. You have AIDS. <laughs> 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 you can't mask away AIDS. And I, I don't. I'm not against the mask. Like you got a cold, fucking throw. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will completely inherit the habit yeah. of Japan. When someone's yes, sick, you yes. mask that shit up. Right. Don't spread that. I don't that know shit. why we haven't been doing that shit. Yeah, that was intelligent to me. But outside of that, it gets weird. I don't need people walking around looking like surgical ninjas for the hell of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like. There were a lot of that, like, hey, what's going on? How effective are they? And now we learned that the fucking cloth masks were the stupidest goddamn thing ever. <laughs> it probably did more harm. But everybody's like, yeah, sure, wear a fucking piece of underwear over your mouth. Who gives a shit? Like, what's they the were getting weird. Stuff yeah. like a gag. I don't care. Yeah, just stop. Come on, man. People were going around with T-shirts and shit. It was getting stupid. <laughs> we were way out of hand. I was like, is that a handkerchief? It's my mask. Oh, God. Uh, my favorite, oh, oh god, I, you know, my heart goes out because I'll never understand. Part of me wants to remain empathetic and try, but part of me is like, that's stupid. There was a person that brought up, like, there was the person's black, and they're like, they wanted to bring awareness. I don't know, and they're like, well, you know, as a as a person of color, it it's already we're perceived a certain way by wearing a mask, so. I'm just concerned what this is going to do. I'm like, nobody gives a shit that you're wearing a fucking mask Bruh, black. Like, just don't. Don't look like you're robbing a 7-Eleven. worse for you. Just don't. Like, look, I, many things where statistically, look at the short end of the fucking stick. I don't think this is one of those. Like, I just. I can't rock with that. And I told you before when it, I was just, when people get to reach it, it bothers me, Chip. You know, I'll, I'll fight like, some pro-black battles left, right, up, down, and diagonally. But when you get way out there and I got to go, I don't know, man. I can't walk down this alleyway with you. I got to let you do that on your own. Everyone else was masked up, but the black people weren't supposed to mask up. You got to stop it. You got to stop like, it. I want to bring, yeah, you like want to make special mention of it. Because when we wear masks, I'm like, yeah, but... Right now, like first of all, there were lots of stupid masks out. There were. Do you remember all the stupid masks? <laughs> I, I don't remember puppy mask. All um, the stupid masks. Like skull mask. Like, don't worry about it. Now you blend in. <laughs> yes. Now you actually, if you wanted to rob it, no one would. No one would even suspect you. 
It was prime robbing time. It's a cool mask, man. That's good shit. Oh, that gun's not a problem. Oh. Oh, empty the register now, you say. Oh, fuck. (laughs) 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 We're good. We're good. Here's the money. Here you go. Stay safe out there. Dope ass mask, baby. I just remember that coming out and like just a bunch of bunch of weird shit that should have been talked about that I think got quieted down during the, the during the pandemic. And that's just odd. It is. The conversations we should have been having, as you mentioned. We're being swept away and then idiots like him, I guess, you know, what if the Asian community was like, everybody thinks we're ninjas now because of these masks. <laughs> I'm like, um, yeah, I, don't, I always thought that. I mean, I was thinking it before, but. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yikes. So yeah, I, um, I don't like the fact that. Thoughtful and critical discussions were being ignored in favor of presenting us with stupidity. And that becomes hurtful to, you know, the society as a whole. We should always, I don't think you should be able to censor somebody for having a, a differing opinion from you. If they're on the other side and you don't agree, just, you know, don't agree and keep it moving. You shouldn't want them blocked or censored or taken off or whatever other cancellation you can apply. That's what bothers me. I 100% agree. There was a hundred, uh, thousands of times I, I thought, yeah, Trump's a fucking idiot, but I never said, hey, you should take him off. Let's go one step deeper because there's, I think, an underlying fear here where, and there's some, some validity to it, I gotta paint this picture. All right. It's not a fully formed thought, but I gotta, I'm gonna try to. Let's walk it out. Yeah. So a good example, I think, is like all the Asian hate that went down, mm-hmm. um, during the pandemic. Yes. This, this originated in China. Fucking stupid people think all Asian people look alike. Yep. So, we got Asian hate. It was oddly and weirdly directed towards old ladies for whatever fucking reason. Not 100%, but it's like the majority of it seemed to be. A lot of the time they were attacking older Asian women. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this? I still don't understand that, but sure. Um, Something's going on, some undercurrent, underpinning. But I do know that that a lot of that is based on like fear and hatred. Uh, Which is like hatred and fear, you know, fed fellow. Yes. And the... The, the the very fact that someone needed to come out there and dispel that shit and talk about that and make sure that that is something that we don't promote in any way. If you're coming out there and you're like, fuck Chinese people, they all have the coronavirus. <laughs> probably be silenced. I don't know. I hope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, um, and that you just self silence because you don't want to lose any more money. But like. That person you just take off the fucking air. I get that. Yeah. But having an idiot, especially an idiot with a big platform, which is Twitter can be a massive platform if you go viral. Um, 
hate. I don't know. Do you shut that down? And then the next layer, the next layer down. So susceptible to things like this, that some dumb motherfucker can say shit like that and they're like, "Oh, let's go fucking beat up some old Asian ladies." They all got the vi- the, the Rona. Yeah. We've seen how easy it is to brainwash people, but go ahead. So, I mean, is it, it's, it's, it's disappointing and telling how effective propaganda is. It's downright frightening that it's that effective. And the fact that people are like, no, we need to shut some of these motherfuckers up because they will start a groundswell that will make it very difficult for us to actually treat or fix this problem. So even though I do think we should have been having a lot of the conversations that were banned, essentially, mm-hmm. during the coronavirus, I also vividly recall nobody taking that shit seriously in the first month. Not a fucking person. Not until the the news really started ratcheting up the fear. Yes. And then many people took that shit seriously. Yes. That's absolutely true. Remember when we first started hearing about Asian aid, we didn't really think it was a, a thing. Uh-huh. We thought at first it was just coincidentally people were picking on humans that happened to be Asian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we thought, hey, they might have just been running up on people and the people happen to be Asian until it became way more than a coincidence and it became a trend. Right. Then it yep, became yep. targeting. And by the time they got the targeting, luckily something was done before it became, you know, it still steps before it becomes genocide, but it was on a path. <laughs> you gotta. People were scared. Yeah, you gotta. Fear breeds hate. You said it. And um, if you don't rein that in before it gets too far, it gets ugly fast. Uh, that's a good point, man. And as much as I yeah. am for, you know, free speech and all of that, at a certain point, that's what I'm saying. You got to it's hard to point it out. But when you start seeing some key elements line up. You got to take some kind of action. I can't always tell you when to or how to, but if there's a pattern, someone needs to step in because we're in a tech in this technological age. We have to take accountability for how easy it is to spread hate. I mean, we don't we're way more advanced than Adolf ever was. He got his message across and he didn't have a Twitter. He went on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. way easier to get hate spread to weak minds and to get them to follow you. And they don't even have to be in the same country as you. Especially if they're scared. Yeah. All you got to do is get people that are frightened and tell them where to aim their fear and tell them if you hate and eradicate this group of people, your problems will go away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's um, that's some scary shit. 
It's a very delicate. Question, where's that? Uh, I was going to say, like, where's that line? Hush. Like, uh, where's that freaking? Because I, I would love to. I don't mind deplatforming some dumb motherfuckers like Nazis and people like. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But those people man, like man. certain. If there's already a group of neo Nazis or domestic terrorists, boom, you can you could take them off. It's a lot of people that they have to hit a few times before you even realize that they're a threat. And sometimes by the time you catch them being obviously a threat, it's too late and they have a following. And I don't know how many messages need to be sent out or what keywords need to be said before you go, all right, buddy, this is your final warning. You got to go. It's a hard game to play because we never, you can't tell in the beginning because at first it just comes off as this person's an idiot. (laughs) We write off idiots because, you know, every bigot is kind of an idiot or every, you know, hate filled person. You think it's just stupid. The only thing that's different from the ones that get swept away to the ones that can do damage is charisma. And we don't know who's charismatic enough until it's too late because the people that don't get affected by it don't take it seriously. We can't get swept into bigotry because we're not those kind of people, Chip. But for those that it works on, hey, it grabs their minds and it don't let go. You're right. There's that one quote, like, they came for the... I came for the, the socialists and I didn't say anything because I wasn't a socialist. And I came for the Jews and I didn't say anything because I'm not a Jew. And mm-hmm. I came for the, the blacks and I didn't say anything because we're, and they came for me and there was nobody saying anything for me. There you go. And you bring up a good point of like stopping it in its infancy, speaking up when it's, it's something clearly bigoted. But yes, if it's a different idea, not just a different idea based on like, and I don't want to mean, <laughs> I don't want to entertain some crazy thought like, well, it's just, you know, Nazism is just a different idea. No, no, no. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying it's a legitimately different idea. Like if it, if it's based, I remember, oh, sorry, it still makes me angry. They're like, believe the science. I'm like, the science has changed four times today. <laughs> you remember, we science. talked about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> that just to this day still pisses me off. Like I'd have conversations with people be like, "Well, I'm you know, pro science." Like, who the fuck is not pro science? <laughs> Point me towards that human being in this fucking cave that is not pro science. <laughs> fucking virtue singing dumbass. <laughs> Get your sanctimonious ass out of here. <laughs> so like, Get the Jesus. It's not, it's like being like, well, I'm, I'm anti-racism or I'm not racist. I'm like, well, no fucking shit. Thanks. Thanks <laughs> for not being that. Possibly be. Yeah. I'm not interested in your like lowest possible common denominator, common denominator thought. I'm curious about like, what does that mean? Yes. Like, well, I'm not racist. So I think everyone should dip, be dipped in bleach. <laughs> what? <laughs> You finished that sentence way wackier than it started, yeah. but. <laughs> yeah, whoa, whoa, you started strong. Whoa. Yeah, 
I believe the sign, so I think we should all wear stupid cloth on our fucking faces. And if you say anything against it, you're the problem. Bad. Yeah, yes. we're gonna fucking censor you on Twitter. And I get it. Nobody knew shit at that time, and I'm not. I'm not making fun of the people that be making the decisions that they did. That sucks. I wasn't in those positions. Maybe. I didn't want to be in that position because fuck that. But however, like some people had legitimate fucking points that were really shouted down and you couldn't say anything at the time. I remember you couldn't say anything at the time. No. Um, you're right. People were so hysterical with fucking fear. And I'm, I, I'm always concerned about that. And I'm going to wrap it back around a little bit to our, um, our money conversation. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I think. The Twitter files, I think we need to break that apart a little bit more because that, I feel, has far-reaching implications of what that means to censor free speech in that manner, of, mm. like a very subtle manner. Because mm. it doesn't take much to change the, the zeitgeist or the, the like overall conversations and trends and thoughts of a people if you control the information flow. Like wh- whoever controls Google can control the world, essentially. Easily. Which is a scary fucking thought. It's a scary fucking thought. That's uh, the information, yeah. That's our well of information. And, I mean, we can use Bing, but I'm not gonna. Ain't nobody going to goddamn <laughs> Bing. Ain't nobody <laughs> Bing. So, uh, and um, going back to the banks, like, it doesn't take much to get everybody scared. Like, we, you know, we, we referenced Hitler a second ago. Cause yes. Fuck yeah, every every good conversation should. It has um, to. Everything but, with fear and hate <laughs> leads them. Because <laughs> they're like the Superman of fear and hate. And that's like it. All bad things and racist. Like, that's, that's your shining beacon. The Nazis will always oh. be the pinnacle. Yeah. No yeah, matter what. That. Um, so you've got this situation where you've got banks and potentially another recession coming down the pike. Or worse yet, worse than a recession would be a um, like a stagnation of wages and earnings and like mm. nobody can buy houses and an entire like generation or half a fucking generation is lost and angry like these gen z's i I work with a lot of them they're they're an impressive generation i do like them in terms of how open and inclusive they are um in some ways it's a it's a little (laughs) off-putting because i i like some good shit talking like yes out of fun and they don't that's not a a shit talking banter filled generation that I Yeah, if you do you're uh you're, you're putting somebody down. Yeah, I was like, come on, this is half the fun. Like you just gotta you talk a little shit. That's even when you play shit. uh sports with them, they don't really trash talk or you you marshal yeah. mellow. Yeah. yeah. Good good shot, sir. Like, don't I'm like get off me, man. Fucker. Yeah, don't call me sir. Take that to the face, pussy. Like, whoa, you don't have to talk like that. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, do you need a hug? Like, Get the fuck off. Get the fuck off. <laughs> That's a foul. <laughs> <laughs> That's a foul. So, <laughs> but I would not want the, the, one of the most inclusive and open minded and quite frankly, I, I think they're a very progressive group, but that could just be, uh, I interact with the more progressive members of them. Um, to be to be lost because we have another 
a shitty financial decision that comes down. And the valid criticisms against the banks can easily be shouted down, or the valid criticisms against our government can easily be shouted down by just eliminating their voices. You know what I mean? You don't even have to shout louder than them. You yeah. just need to make them quiet. And that that's scary to me. That's scary that, like, even more people will get away with shit. You can elevate voices that applaud crazy, stupid people. <laughs> and I don't know how people feel about Elon Musk. And I'm going, I'm, I'm getting tired, so I'm starting to, like, ramble. But <laughs> what I'm getting at is, like, imagine if Twitter or other things like that only, you know, promoted the really stupid fringe capitalist ideas, like like Elon Musk is a self-made man. He's not. Um, or that he's brilliant. He's, yeah. um, <laughs> like he makes a lot of money off of other people's ideas. I'll, similar to Steve Jobs. Like, everybody needs to just chill the fuck off. I was just sick. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just everybody, everybody calm that shit down. And so. <laughs> yeah, I came you know, from a dark place, Jim. <laughs> I feel like you, you, you uh, made something for Apple and he took your shit. <laughs> no, that's just, that's kind of a Bill Burr skit. Like where he's. Yeah. Like, that fucker comes out in jeans and a sweater. Yeah, yeah I know yeah, what you I were referencing. Like yeah. <laughs> Not the fucking army of people that actually built the damn thing. This is, it goes to an it goes to uh, another point of like I think we deify people far too easily, and 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 that sucks. We 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 try so hard. Like we I don't know. Are we searching for God because we're no longer religious? I don't know. But I think we try to deify these motherfuckers, and they're just human. A lot of them they treat everybody like they build a armor suit in a cave. Yeah, I know. I'm like, stop. That is not Tony Stark, man. Like, with spare parts. But I just, and it would be really easy to just slowly quiet down some of the some of the voices that have legitimate points, and it would be really easy to uh, embolden and make the, the the divisive voices loud. So now you continue on. The situation that we have, I feel for at least like six to eight years now, of just the fringe movements are really fucking loud. And most people are not on the fringes. It's just the people on the left and the, and the right, like loud screaming. At yeah, the other. far outsides and they're just being yeah. complete lunatics. Yeah. Yeah. And they're getting far more attention than they need to. Meanwhile, the, 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 the decent voices that are doing the good work of like, well, let's break that down. What's that mean? Are not the ones that are getting like attention. They're not going to be the ones driving the clicks. They're not going to be the ones driving advertising revenue. They're not going to be the ones doing any of that. Because they're not generating drama. People always go after the drama. Yep. And that, and that I think is how we got into our issue with, um, why I personally don't like mainstream journalism very much right now. Oh, yeah. I, I hate uh, major news. I told you because I always just want to mm-hmm. see some unbiased news. Just tell me the story. You don't have to tell me how to look at it from your left or right side. Just give me the facts and let me mm-hmm. perceive it as I will. Don't tell me how I should see it. That's a huge yep. turnoff. 
Like, I fucking despise Tucker Carlson. Mostly because <laughs> yeah. of his face. Mostly because of his stupid fucking face. He does have a, yeah, um, his face is awful. He has a very punchable face. Dude, kickable, stompable. Yes. Stompable <laughs> face. So, but listening to him talk, and I get why, you know, if you're, if you're into that sort of thing, being told what to think and how to think, where to be outraged, uh, you know, kind of like you're, you're, we're all on SNL and we're just getting our, reading our fucking cue cards. You know what I mean? Don't know <laughs> yeah. where to stand, what to feel and how to act. <laughs> Looking off into the distance. Yep. Um, and I, like, I, I get why that works, but it, God, it's really annoying. It's really fucking annoying. It's exhausting. Um, so, but those are the people that are, those are the people that are getting paid the most. Those are the people that are getting the most, you know, like views and all that good shit. Like people on the fringes, people telling you what to think. Um, I don't think the majority of people listen to or give a shit what Tucker has to think. Even my conservative friends are like, yeah, it's kind of a dick. No, that's yeah, true. He's, yeah, I, he's like my fucking dad's generation. <laughs> my dad likes him kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've rambled off enough, but I, I, I think there's something to be said about the merger of money, politics, lack of real decent journalism and media, um, all meeting in one singular fucking point to just sink this whole fucking battleship. It's, they're all coming together to push a narrative. I just don't see from a macro level. I can't see the forest from the trees, what the narrative is, but something's being pushed to us. I don't, because I keep touching back. I don't know the reason for the constant divide. Because I don't have a problem with anybody have a differing opinion or being on whatever fucking side or whatever ideology they want to be with. But for some reason, if you're on the other side of the wherever this line in the sand is, there has to be hatred for them. And the only thing worse is if for those of us that don't pick a side, we're even worse. Because I'm like, well, I don't really care. You gotta choose a side. Get the fuck away from me. No, I don't. And have you noticed that too? Of like, everything's got to be political. Everything. Everything boils down to politics or race or some other divide, and it's it's exhausting. (laughs) it's so tired I'm tired I just want to have conversations with people to have either a good discussion or gain some knowledge back and forth I just I don't need it to go into whatever your political agenda is this doesn't agree with whatever the fuck I represent my god people are so defensive and easy to offend and we can't get anywhere because everybody's got their shield up or they want to stab you. It's just tiresome. <laughs> it's tiresome. <laughs> I'm tired. I got, you know what? It's I'm, I'm doing what you were doing. I'm, I'm going off the beaten path. We've gotten to a point where at first, at first, like Chris Rock said, I understood what cancel culture was going for. But then it became this unnecessary witch hunt. And beyond that, 
we reached this point. I hate, I absolutely hate wokeness because it's overly sanctimonious. And once you get to that level of being overly sanctimonious, I just, I can't, I can't. Cause you can't say nothing about any other group of people because you're a villain for questioning stuff or wanting an open discussion or just curiosity. You can't talk Can about find wokeness right now. I felt like I had a beat on it maybe six months to a year ago. And now I, I feel like I could not, I'm having trouble defining it because it's getting, it's one of those like muddled. Ter- you just proved my point right there because I don't know yeah. what the fuck it is. It's a moving goalpost. Yes, yes, yes. That's a good way of putting that. Yep. And I can't pinpoint the shit. They, they, oh, it's just, what do the people want? What are these so-called woke people? What's your goal? What do you need? When do you stop? When do you go, oh, the world's all right now. Where is that? What's that look like? Because <laughs> I need to know. I'm fucking tired. My, my favorite thing. My favorite thing is always like, how many firsts are we going to have? Yeah. How many of them? Let's list out all the ones that matter and start working towards those. Because I feel like some of the firsts that I've heard about recently, I'm like, okay, okay, we need to take that back a little bit. They get as bad as those (laughs) overly specific sports goals. He's the first dude to score 20 points in the first 10 minutes of the first quarter. Not go the fuck. Maybe that's it, dude. That's that's it. You nailed it. Holy fuck! This <laughs> will eventually evolve into like baseball statistics. That's like, it. Like, he has a you know one point three eight ERA on Tuesday evenings when the wind <laughs> is gentle from the north by northwest. But only the for the visiting team. Statistics. The fuck is that? <laughs> But only on the west side, <laughs> not on the east side. I'm up here. Stop talking. <laughs> that's, that's exactly all that's gonna. That's be it. Like. Yeah. It's gonna, like, it's gonna be like, well, that is the first left-handed trans-Asian woman <laughs> that's with disabled. adopted black parents. Yeah. Be like, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. With a support <laughs> animal. <laughs> <laughs> Why, 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 why even, why are you tracking that? Stat? Y'all are trying to marginalize the minority groups? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you, you can't get out of a, a sentence without checking like six boxes of marginalization. <laughs> Stop it. Good. Ah, y'all giving up favorite. Oh, go ahead. One of my favorite scenes was um, from, I think it was 30 Rock. One of the characters who's getting groomed to take over whatever position, like the CEO, or like a high-level position. Yeah. And he's like, and Alec, Alec uh, Baldwin's character is like, yeah, yeah shoot, you've got this. There's no way. Not, you've got me in your corner. You've got a long history of just being successful. There's no way. And then they're like, hold on, here's the other candidate coming down. And the, the elevator, like, Oh, and they were in a wheelchair. And, yeah, it was yeah. a black woman in a wheelchair. She had like a thing. He's like, I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> I love that scene. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's it. 
fuck with that. Dude, that was a long time ago, too. They... That's it to a T. Uh, anyway. <laughs> This is where we are, and I'm like, God damn it. Ooh, Chip. Oh, man. The only thing that bothers me more is the fact that they've thrown it down our throat so much in entertainment that the inclusivity has outrank the value of the story. Y'all want to be read in the shows and movies to check the boxes, but you don't give a fuck what the story's about. <laughs> There's two things that I've noticed lately um, that I think other people have taken notice. And Sorry, other people have taken notice and brought it to my attention, and it's been making me laugh. Is the, uh, Someone called it the ginger side. And I was like, the ginger side. <laughs> so if you look, there's been a bunch of like redheaded characters in like cartoons or other things that have been race swapped to whatever, black <laughs> or Hispanic, whatever. And they remove their red hair and they're, you know, because whatever race that they're getting swapped to do not have red hair. <laughs> and it cracked me the fuck up. One of them was like Ariel. There was like three or four that they showed right in a row. Uh, Ariel, Velma, <laughs> and something else. What are the other characters? And I, I st- it cracked me up. They're like, they're getting rid of gingers, man. They're <laughs> 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 fucking killing gingers. So, um, <laughs> the other one was that I think there's a playbook here, and it's like, it, it it's really interesting to watch the play. The first few times I didn't recognize when it happened. Now I'm starting to see like the pattern and I don't know if it's a pattern just cause that's what PR firms are lazy or if it's like, this is how the world works now. But essentially it's, they come out with some subpar piece of art or material. Mm-hmm. Rings of power is a good example. Yeah. Um, or Velma or, uh, star Wars or the female and- ghostbusters. Yep, or the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. All that so they come garbage. up with some subpar, and people are like, dude, this thing sucks. We First of all, didn't really ask for it, and this thing sucks. And they're like, no, no, no. It doesn't suck. It just, you know. Like, you don't like whatever's represented here. It's Actually, there's one step before that. There's eventually, because it's the internet, and some dipshit is bound to say something sooner or later. Some actual racist or some <laughs> it will say some dumb shit. And, and then what they do is they start saying that. They're like, you don't like, you don't like the, 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 the Whatever the whatever. group is, yeah. Because of the characters, yeah. yeah. Because you don't like the characters. You don't like black people, you don't like women, you don't like yeah. the position of power, et cetera, whatever it is. And then because somebody said some dumb racist or some misogynistic shit, let's face it, it's probably almost always a guy. It is. Um, yeah, that's, I know. I, I'll own the limitations of my gender. Um, it's always some fucking dude so, says or does something stupid on the internet. Then they're always like, look at this toxic fan base. And I'm First like, all, man, then it I makes it hard for me to say that it's trash. Yeah. I'm like, no, it just sucks. It just sucks as a movie itself. Yeah, Rings of Power fucking sucked. It was hot garbage. Looks down. 
get the fuck out of here. So even oh. Obi Wan sucked. Obi Wan sucked. The 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 female Ghostbusters suck. I haven't even seen. No matter of fact, fuck, haven't seen. It hasn't even been created yet, and I know Echo's gonna suck. <laughs> so Echo's on Echo's on on pause, I think. But yes, Echo. Yeah, keep suck. it pause. It's gonna suck. Um, they're gonna have to impress me with that Agatha Christie shit because I'm pretty sure that's, no, gonna, that's gonna suck. suck. <laughs> the thing is. Um, what's her name? Han, whatever her name. I like her. I like her. She's I like funny. her, but there was no use in her having her own show. Well, that like the fact that they're trying to make uh, Elizabeth Olsen a, a sympathetic character when it leaves giant plot holes. She's like, that doesn't seem fair. Be like, bro, you're getting you, ba- you brainwashed a city. Yeah. <laughs> you mind raped like three thousand people. Yeah, you can't cool. do that. Yeah, you just can't do that. Cock or no cock. You could have just made up your own family in your own house (laughs) and not been a mental rapist. A lot of this shit sucks. And I just want to have the right to say it without somebody being like, you just don't like women. No, Captain Marvel's awful and Wonder Woman 1984 is hot garbage. Sucks. Sucks so bad. Gal Gadot rocks though. Oh, I love but, Gal Gadot. Yeah, nineteen eighty four sucks. Um, it just oh, oh God, it hurt. It was so bad. It hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it gave me cancer. <laughs> like Obi Wan was stupid that they shoehorned Leia for like forty eight episodes. Yeah. Like, why is this bitch in every goddamn minute of this? She I didn't sucks. want this I didn't want this little kid. This little kid sucked. Yeah. I, I absolutely do not give a shit about this little kid. Get some fucking adults in here. I, I wanted the goddamn story to be hot fire. I wanted Darth Vader to do some cool shit against Obi-Wan. And y'all gave yeah. us this old whack-ass plot where I got to watch this kid on one of those escort missions that I hate in video games anyway. <laughs> and you fucked it up. You, you Y'all found a way to fuck it up. Every time y'all got one job, don't fuck it up. That's the only thing we ask as fans. You got Ewan and Hayden both coming back. And I love them both. And they did them a disservice. The writers and the directors of all these projects don't understand, one, what made the magic what it is, and two, how to just give us story we just want story i'm not asking for much i'm asking you to do your job to the best of your ability you create stories that are supposed to be compelling that's all i want that's why i think i liked maverick and that's why i think a lot of people liked maverick yes it was like an older character that yeah that didn't suck and that you could like they were clearly passing the torch on to the younger generation in a proper fucking way the way that we've been doing it for generations, an older character, an older person passes on their knowledge and their capability before they're like suck, right? They're not like, yes. they're not crippled and decrepit like Luke was in yes. The Last Jedi. They didn't make us they hate like, Maverick. Yeah. Right. Just pass the torch. Like, That's it. Just pass the fucking torch, exactly. And no, no, they couldn't fucking do that. They got to like shit on all the characters 
and then look, here comes like female Jesus, and they're like, Jesus, that's Jesus, it. Jesus, Which is like, why no one likes She-Hulk. We got female Jesus that was crying about the patriarchy <laughs> and going on about all this exactly. shit, twerking with Meg the Stallion. Because women just being legal officers shaking ass, right? Come on. Yeah, that's what we that's what they do. Come All on. Do. Man. Oh God. It was the cringiest thing I watched. Oh my god, yeah. Can you can you imagine them talking to Megan the Stallion about that shit? She's like, ah oh, fuck it, it's marble money, I don't care. Yeah, she so <laughs> was like, I'm gonna get paid, fuck it. It's like you want me to literally shake my ass. And I ain't mad at her for doing Funny it. Ass white girl. <laughs> I'm mad oh, that it was written. <laughs> I, that's the other thing that I'm starting to notice is like hate, hate watching or rage watching or like hate clicks, things of that nature are now like the driving thing. Like the Velma. I don't know what happened. Watching that I haven't shit. watched it. I, I haven't watched it. I have no reason to. It but, sounded awful. Yeah, it, it sounds shitty. Basically, it's like, oh, they're just going to shit on a lot of the characters, and the characters are just all having to be white that they're shitting on. Um, and, and male. Let's not forget about that. <laughs> it's like, ha ha ha. That's, that's like their entire story. Like, men suck. White men suck, especially. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. How long are you going to ride that train? Yeah, that's not for me, but you do you. That's why I'm, I'm not. I'm not real mad at She-Hulk. Like, I don't even care. It's a, it's a, I just hated that the story wasn't fulfilling. I had no problem with the girl power. The story Hmm. was ass. Okay. That's true. That's true. I, a hundred percent. Cause I could go full girl power with the first Wonder Woman. She was incredible. Mm hmm. She did her damn thing. But for the love of God, just give me a story. I don't care who I got to root for long <laughs> as this character is fantastic. And it's not that hard to write difficult characters. Like, show them struggling. Show the... That's why we've hated She-Hulk, Captain Marvel, and Ray. Not because they women. But they come out on top already. You have no story arc if you're already God. Yeah, right. What What are you battling? What's your purpose? Why the fuck is there even a movie if you're already got the cheat codes enabled? I don't understand that. Yeah. She just came out, all of them just came out whipping ass, being the most incredible thing ever, because they were just bad bitches. And I just didn't understand. What's the point? Because, I mean, if we started off Rocky and the motherfucker was already the champ, that movie would have sucked. I'm like, what the fuck are we watching? Right. uh, My favorite meme was um, there was a cutback to to Ray when she was a little girl and the ship was like going away. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, no. And they're like, Ray got so little character development that she is still wearing the same clothes from when she was eight years old. <laughs> I was like, Holy shit, that was baby. God damn. That hurt. Damn. <laughs> but you're right. Fruit. And it's funny because they got a good actress. Like I thought she was good. Oh, I like her. They just 
actually, of all the actresses I named, I liked her. I liked, uh, what's her name from She-Hulk? I think Brie Lawson's yeah, all right. She's charismatic. Yeah. I think she's dull, but I think she's all right. But I, I, I don't nice have anything Wood, but sure. against those actresses specifically. I think they were written wrongly and the execution was awful. I think the execution was shit. The direction obviously could have been better. The writing wasn't great. But it was weird watching Brie Larson fight with her coworkers. On the, <laughs> did you ever see those clips? No. But she, she's like fighting with Don Cheadle and, uh, what's his name? Chris Hemsworth. Wow. She's like, oh yeah, I did my own stunt. He's like, oh cool, you're the next, uh, Tom Cruise. She's like, no, I'm the next me. And there's oh. Don in the corner being like, like making face, like, okay. <laughs> and Chris Hemsworth, like, she's just picking fights and fighting with her, like, Co or co-stars or whatever. Yeah. It's like, all right, whatever. It was just weird. It was just like a weird vibe. Like, why are you fighting with them? And then Bree's just weird. I don't, I thought she was a great actress. Uh, cause I've seen a couple of movies. Of her. Yeah. She's really good. I can't believe they got like a good actress. That's what I said. Well. I think she's good. Uh, uh, talent yeah. wise. I her as a person. Yeah. I don't know, but her as no, an actress. Yeah. She had it. I don't know if it was just maybe like lightning in a bottle where the director just knew exactly what, how to get the most out of her performance, but yeah, it definitely wasn't in the Marvel movies, so we'll see. No, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen going forward because Marvel shifted everything back for various reasons, but anyway. <laughs> what is that hot garbage? In fucking phase four. Yeah, you gotta you gotta fix that hot garbage. So hopefully yeah. they do. Um, we've completely veered off track. <laughs> yes, we have. We yeah. should probably wrap this up. Yeah, so we'll uh, wrap this up now. <laughs> <laughs> we should. We I think we end every podcast with like, let's talk about Marvel for about fifteen minutes. I mean, I'm down, and I'm pretty sure. I'm down. The, the majority of our listeners will like either the Marvel or Star Wars conversations at some point. Yep, right. Yeah, and if not, you just know when to hit off. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. If it veers off, because we only do it at the end, really. So when it yeah. veers off, turn the shit off. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> right. I won't Thanks blame you. Thanks for coming as far as you did. Won't you lose interest? I, uh, did you ever get to see the video that I sent you about the, uh, the plans of the future of the no. MCU? Okay. No, no, I didn't. You get a chance. That was a good video. Because they're it, trying okay. to have a major Avengers movie in 2028, because that'll be the 20th year anniversary. Oh, holy shit. Holy and shit. then it hit me. I went, oh shit, they right. Oh shit, I'm old. <laughs> Ah, Chip. <laughs> we were all young bucks back then in 08. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Fucking 28. Jesus yep. Christ, dude. I was 18. Damn. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I just started Mary Grove. Yeah. Me too. In a different way. Me too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life was different. We've come a long way, Chip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A long goddamn There's kids now, Chip. Yeah. I'm up here fighting and bitching about rent and taxes. 
<laughs> I lived a whole nother life in the Air Force by now. Yeah, you did, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Put in like half a decade of. Yeah. Shit. Into a completely different life. I am 